Hey, beautiful humans. Welcome to Sex, Love and Everything in Between. Mm, you're here with Jacob and my wife, Meg. And this is the place where we have all the very, very real, raw and extremely unfiltered conversations <laughs> about sex, love and everything in between. Oh, yeah. It's here you get a behind-the-scenes look into our relationship and... We will not be holding back, will we, my love? No, Mm-mm. we don't know how to do that. Not at all. So, beautiful ones, thank you for being here. Enjoy this episode. Hey, my man. What up, lover? What up, what up? Uh, do we want to just dive right into this? Let's just dive right in. I just want to acknowledge that this is the second podcast that we are filming today, recording today, and yeah. I've done an outfit change. <laughs> I had to do it. I just had to switch it up, keep it fresh. Just need to own that. I want to come out, be fully transparent with everyone that's listening. I love that. Love the transparency. And yeah, just after the years that I spent in the fashion industry, I just know how powerful. You want to be acknowledged for the outfit change. Yes. That's more. I actually fucking love you in that shirt. Yeah, you do. I find it really sexy. We've realized in the last few days that I love like the grungy kind of look on you. He was and a skater boy. Yeah, I think. Just said see you later, boy. Yeah. Do you want me to keep going or is that enough? No, I was just thinking I think I'm attracted to that kind of you skater. Are. Yeah, my ex was a skater. Yeah, I'm yeah, rapper. a skater. I'm yeah. a rapper as well. Yeah, totally. I'm also um, a chiropractor, <laughs> a lifeguard. That's a joke. I'm neither of those things. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I also love winter fashion on you. Like you've been rocking yeah. a beanie. It's like autumn. You've been rocking a beanie the last few days. It does things to yeah, me. Yeah. It does things to me. bizarre. Like, yeah. I'm I'm a fan, I'm a yeah. fan of your adoration for me in my grunge winter wear. Yeah, keep it up. Sometimes, and I said this to you yesterday, and then sometimes <laughs> you wear. I really respect you for this, but it doesn't create that same like oh in my body. Yeah. But sometimes you just wear the weirdest shit, and I love it because that's you, and you're like you're very bold, and you don't give a fuck. Yes. And so I respect you and I, that, that, that makes me again, like trust you more cause you're not trying to be someone, but then also does things to my body when you dress all grungy. Yeah. Right on. Okay. Today we're Q and A-ing. It's a Q and A. We just got a few questions. We're just going to like. Jam on these. I think this is only going to be 45 minutes. I'm feeling it's only going to be 45 minutes this one. But you're saying that because, guys, we have somewhere to be. So. <laughs> it, I'm, I just get this feeling that we're going to be 45 minutes on the dot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, first question. Yeah, How really. often do you guys have sex per week? Is it something that ebbs and flows? Plus, how do you make space? How do you make sure you find the space for it? So let's just talk about how often and is this, is it something that ebbs and flows first? Yes. How, well, I asked you this before we hit record. Cause I was like, I don't even know. It's not something that I track. Yeah, no, it isn't something that we track. And yeah. I think it does ebb and flow so much just with our life and probably my cycles and and, and just cycles, life. Huh? It is, we don't live a conventional life. We don't have a lot of structure. We are creating more structure in our life. We are. We are. <laughs> we just spoke about discipline on the other podcast. Yeah. Um, so we are becoming more structured in our yes. life. But usually every day looks so different for us. So there isn't like... We fuck Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturday evenings. 
Totally. And before when I was still working full time and early on in our relationship, I think it was like the 9 p.m. fuck. It, was it? Yeah, it was like, okay, we've both had dinner. We've both had a shower. We're now laying in bed. Yeah. It's between 9 and 10 o'clock. Well, time to have sex. Yeah. So it was like the 9 p.m. fuck. It's like, yeah, this is the next thing. And then we go to sleep. Yeah. And that was a root. It was fit into that routine that we'd created that was kind of natural for me because I was working full time. You were um, building your business. But more so now because we have access to each other throughout the day. Mm -hmm. And I guess we can allow things to transpire more spontaneously. Mm. It's not something that we're like, okay, you know, I go to jujitsu Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Mm. It's not like, okay, we have sex Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. We don't have that. And I think it's what I would liken it to, and I'm sure any other surfers, guys that surf or, or bodyboard or hit the waves, it's like sometimes there's no waves. <laughs> sometimes you go to have a surf and there's yeah. no waves in your car. Yeah. Sometimes, uh, sometimes the waves are too big. Yeah. Sometimes the wind's the wrong direction. So this is like there's so many factors that can really mm. – influence sex in a relationship especially when you seeing or 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 choosing your relationship as a spiritual practice choosing your relationship as one that is committed to quality depth and openness yes and initially we were excited because we got to rub our bodies up against each other in the early early days of our relationship so sex was something that was like yeah let's do it let's do it let's do it and now becoming more and more attuned it's I got a lot more to do with how we're feeling mm. rather than have we had sex recently. Yes. Mm. So our answer to this question, what, probably two to three times two to three a week? Two to three times per week. Yeah. And I would say we are, and if you've listened to other episodes of this podcast, you will know we are devoted to the truth. Mm. We are devoted to the truth and that means we're also devoted to the quality of our sex rather than the quantity. Totally. Even though sometimes in those, you know, this person's ass is there ebbs and flows in those ebbs. Like sometimes we could go a week without sex when life is really full or, you know, when stuff is going on mm. and I'm the one, you are never the one. I am the one to be like, can we have like, to be more from that place of not I really want this, but mm. from this place of we need to have this because we haven't for a week. Yeah. Almost like there's something wrong if we're not. Mm. And I really think this question probably comes from that place. Like yeah. how often is it normal or how often should I be having sex is really coming from this place of there's something wrong if we're not. Mm. And this isn't necessarily the case. You know, there might be some truth. Okay. We haven't had sex in a month and obviously there's this disconnection or this fracture in our intimacy, which isn't having us leaning in and having those moments together. And I don't always think that's the case when mm. there are, there are seasons without a lot of sex this is fucking life. We live in a mod, we live in modern day times. Like for us, we both have businesses. We, you, you go surfing, you do BJJ. Like I, like we're, I just want you to stay I, at home That's with been me. a tender point. <laughs> I, I literally, it's funny that. we said that because Jacob's getting really into jujitsu right now and he goes three times a week at night. And I said to him the other night, cause one time I did want to have sex with him and he was really tired after BJJ and it didn't happen. And I said to him, 
Is this gonna ruin our sex life? <laughs> are you gonna be so? T- are you gonna choose BJJ over me from now on? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's like this element of feminine testing in there as well. You're like yeah. seeing if I'm really committed, but also. <laughs> I literally did this the other night because you were like, I'm going to jujitsu. And then I always had this like idea and it was truthful. And I was yeah. like, oh, I really, there's a part of me that really wants you to stay home for us to just cuddle on the couch and then to make love. And then I think I said, will you stay home? <laughs> Could you just stay with me? And then he said, no, I'm going to jujitsu. And I said, good, because I wouldn't have trusted you <laughs> if you would have said you didn't stay. It was like uh, a test of like yeah. how devoted are you to mm. your word and to this like discipline of showing up to that. Definitely. It was, uh, yeah, that was really funny. Mm. Mm. So I think something I really want to get across when answering this question is that I don't think there's, I don't think the quantity is what you should be really dictating your life, your sex life on. Mm. Right. I even think in the early days of relationship, we were probably having a lot more sex, but the quality was not the quality we're having now. No. And there are many times where we could have sex. Yeah. But we choose not to because we know it's not going to be the kind of sex that we both really, really, truly desire. Yes. Right? Yes. And we might often be making out or moving towards making love and then the energy is not quite there mm-hmm. and we will honor that because again, we, we are not here to have kind of like, Oh, I'm not really into it, but I'm going to let you penetrate me anyway. I, that is net <laughs> that never happens. Can I use a metaphor here? Go for it. Do you want to see what I come up with? Yeah. I'm yeah. very like, what, what is going to happen? So if anyone plays guitar, like there's six strings <laughs> on a guitar and if one of those strings is out of tune and you try to play a chord, the whole chord will sound just off. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, something doesn't sound quite right. And if you try to play a song with one of those chords, uh, one of the strings out of tune, it just doesn't sound right. There's something just off. And this is what we're talking about, like when mm. the energy isn't right. There's mm. something that isn't, a, like, that isn't in, a, in alignment or isn't tuned to the right vibration. And the same sort of thing is like if we try to keep having sex with that slight bit of incongruence we're not gonna we, we may orgasm we may have a, a good sex but the quality isn't there and that's always been our value when it comes yeah. to this um over the last few years is what is the quality of the sex that we're having rather than the quantity mm, mm-hmm. but i also know that if we haven't had sex in say two weeks time and we're both really in depth in our business, that's an invitation to be like hey we need to carve out some time which i think is the next question mm-hmm. like hey we haven't been out on a date for, 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 for a month. We haven't been, that would, I don't think that would happen with, with you. I think we've like. No, I would pick up yeah. on it a lot quicker. <laughs> but hey, we haven't spent, we haven't spent any quality time together. Yeah. We haven't taken the time to be with each other for that energy to build to the point where sex is, is the, is the answer. Yes. And for me, I think this is really beautiful. And obviously this also depends on your life circumstances. Like Mm -hmm. I know if you're a parent, this is, there's a different reality to this, obviously, Mm -hmm. but for us, sex doesn't really, it's not a thing of like, when are we going to have sex? For me, it is a natural result when we spend quality time together. Yeah. And when we are really choosing to be present with each other, Mm -hmm. sex just unfolds from that yes and 
you know, this, so for us, it is like, okay, what needs to happen? What do we need to be choosing in our life to make that unfold? And I think mm-hmm. this is, if you are wanting to increase the the consistency of the sex you're having the, or the amount of sex you're having, really tune into what is the environment that I require in order to be ready for that, mm-hmm. right? Maybe it is, and for women, it's, this is such an important peace for us. We're not just going to be turned a lot of the time. We're not going to be turned on like this. Mm-hmm. It's not as if our man can be like, yes, let's like, I'm ready. Let's go. Some women can be like that, but mm-hmm. majority of the women I work with are not like that. We require our hearts to be opened before our pussy is open. Yeah. And that takes a depth of presence. We need to feel our lover really, really there with us. Mm-hmm. We need to really feel that, that quality time or that real, like, that real deep presence. Mm. And so this might be something instead of asking the question, how do I make space for sex? Maybe the more powerful question is how do we make space for deep quality time and deep moments of intimacy? And I just want to say one more thing. I know you're like ready to roll. That is more important to me than sex. Like, (laughs) again, we we had an episode on uh, good sex versus like mind blowing sex. Yeah. And we spoke about like good sex, meaning like, yeah, rub your bodies up against each other and touch the right spots and Mm -hmm. have great orgasms versus mind blowing sex, which is like sex that brings you into a deeper level of intimacy Mm -hmm. that cracks your heart, a heart open that has you feeling like, wow, what a potent and beautiful and, um, divine experience we just got to share together. Mm. Again, this doesn't mean that every sexual experience has to be like this, or if you're not experiencing this, you're doing something wrong. No, but for me, this is the reason I have sex. It's not yeah. like I want an, I, I want necessarily this like physical sensation. Yeah. It's more for, I want to meet you in this moment. I want to go to this place of like deep intimacy and deep divinity with you. And sometimes that happens outside of sex as well. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, what were you going to say? <laughs> <laughs> what was I going to say? Uh, the, like making space for it. How do you find the time to make space for it? What I come back to and like a lot of what we've learned through our relationship is there's a, a strong connection to polarity, mm-hmm. sexual polarity is like how are you making space for polarity? Are you making space for that energy and that attraction to build? Mm-hmm. And you said quality time and I don't know whether everyone's version of polarity is quickly, you know, you just love quality time. That's your thing. And sometimes for me, it's like, I want to go and spend time doing something that I love or even just like being in the house together, doing different things and just like feeling you present. Mm. Uh, that can be really powerful. If I go and do something that I like going to jujitsu or going to go surfing or going and doing something for a whole day and coming back to you, creating that, that space for, for yearning to occur. There's so many ways to deep, like create polarity and I think that that's, um, that's the piece there is like, how are you choosing to create polarity so that sex becomes a non-negotiable? It's like in, in your relationship, whereas like, yeah, you're going to have, and I don't have kids, so I can't speak to this, but like, yeah, there's always going to be something in your life vying for your attention, whether it's children, family, friends, work, mm. events, all of these different things. And they're all great and honor them and do what you can. But at the same time, if you do have, an intimate partner, the main role that you're there to play for each other is lovers. Mm. And part of having a lover is engaging in sex. Mm. And if you aren't 
moving toward that, then there's going to be something that starts to become out of tune. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's for me, that's something that's super important to, to remember is like, where am I cultivating polarity or where am I cultivating attraction and yearning and, and this dance mm. for sex to become like, we, yeah, we're having sex. All of a sudden we're having sex or, oh yeah, sex is just the net. Like there's, there's a, like so many times where we've built that and it's like, even we've told so many stories where it's, it, it just occurs that mm. mind blowing sex. It's something that's been cultivated and tended to over a series of moments mm. leading up to it. Mm-hmm. And I think like you said, like that's what makes our sex the quality that it is, is because of all of those moments before it. Yes. Mm. Tell me, you spoke about like that creation of polarity. Tell me about ways in which you feel like we do that or that you like consciously create that. For, for me, like with you, it's like creating quality time yeah. and letting you know that this is quality time with me. Like yeah. this morning we went, yeah. uh, we went for a run we went and jumped in the ocean and we got coffee and then we went to the markets. And for me, I was like, my phone's in the car. Hey, love, yeah. I, I, wanted, I just want to let you know, this is quality time. This is a date. Yeah. All we're doing is we're spending quality time together. You know how we always said that before podcasts, we want to go out and just spend some quality time. We're doing it right now. Mm. And I was like bringing in awareness and you're like, yeah, we are. And we're jumping in the ocean and it's a beautiful day and we're drinking coffee, seeing our friends, all that sort of thing. And I'm like, this is me creating an experience that I know will, will deepen our connection. Yes. But then also there's so many other ways to, to, to deepen into that, which is, yeah, f- for me, it's about like offering you my heart in different ways and, and also then building that energy through, okay, I'm going to send you a text and let you know that mm. I'm thinking about your pussy mm. or I will tell you what I'm going to do to you when I get home or mm. I'm going to tell you that like next week we're going to do this. Mm. And a lot of that is about like creating these future points yes. for us to meet in and move toward yes, and build that energy toward. Or maybe it's putting music on and dancing with you. Yeah. But essentially it's like giving you my presence. That is it. That's, mm. and even at all of those things you were just saying, I can mm. feel that in my pussy. I can, my body, my body has a, like a visceral reaction yeah. to that. Mm. Like the turn on is alive and it is, it's like you intentionally choosing me, mm. you showing me whether it's with a text, whether it's with organizing something that I'm important to you. Yeah. You matter. And, yeah. I matter. And you're choosing me and you're going, you're, you're going to give your time, your energy, your resources to me. Yeah. And this is the key thing I think that I want to speak to men in particular about and women can take something from this is like I can choose you as well as, mm. not instead of. Mm. I choose you as well as jiu-jitsu. I choose you as well as my business. I choose you as well as my friends. I choose you as well as my my vision for life. Yeah. I choose you as well as all of that. You're a part of it all. You're an in- integral, essential part of my life. Mm. It's not that I'm choosing you instead of I'm going to choose you instead of going to jiu-jitsu. Mm. And then when I'm with you, I'm thinking about how much I want to be at jiu-jitsu, right? I'm not yes. just choosing because quality time means that we both have to be offering the quality of our hearts. Yes. It's not just she wants quality time. I'm going to give it to her even though I want to be here. Yeah. Because that's a dishonest um, exchange. So for me, it's like for quality time to occur, your presence must be present. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. How would you go about creating space for for deep connection? How would you cultivate polarity for you and I? Uh, 
I think a big thing for me, just like you going off and choosing jujitsu, you come back into our relationship or like whatever it might be. It might be going and chopping wood or Mm. like doing something. I'm a man. Yeah. Doing something really like that brings, awakens that masculine energy within you. I was going to say oil painting. (laughs) You saw your, I didn't, I didn't get that. Flower arranging. I'm not, I just, I don't know. Um, (laughs) Accessorizing. Fashion styling. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm not going to say that on the podcast. (laughs) Okay. I want to know what it is now. Is it, is it too, too much? Just don't want to say it. (laughs) I'm pretty unfiltered. I can keep this thing. Okay. Um, I, for me, my version of that is like dancing or maybe Mm. it is my self pleasure practice, like really cultivating my own, my own turn on and my own like sexual aliveness. Mm. That's that fucking overflows when I am prioritizing that, that overflows and that becomes an offering to myself and then an offering to you. And often, you know, if I've spent Mm. like time self-pleasuring or time just like dancing or in the kitchen cooking and just like listening to music and like bringing my body alive. Often that will lead to me wanting to just like sit you down and suck your cock. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Like when you create that level of turn on in your body and it overflows, it's, it's, it's like that overflow. It's like being drenched in your radiance. Totally. And yeah, the you suck my cock is great. But before that, even just the feeling, even the rush of like you entering the room after self-pleasuring or after being in a, just a, in your dance or in your, in your expression, you bring that mm. in. It, it is, it's like a, it's like a cool breeze or a, it's like a, yeah, a beautiful sunset. It's like, yes. Yeah. I can feel you. And I think, and have we spoken about blowjobs before on the podcast? Mm. Maybe I think we'd spoke about cock worship once. Oh yeah. Um, but I think, you know, Back in the day, I, not in this relationship, mm. maybe early on, I definitely love giving you a blowjob. So like it is one of my favorite things. The power I feel when I suck your cock, like is very amazing. <laughs> the, like, the way uh, you're yeah. really putting me off the way Jacob is just like, his eyes and the way he's staring at me right now is really intense. <laughs> like like in a hungry who, way. Yeah, like I never thought I'd be in a relationship like this, let alone one that's even like half of this. So like hearing you say that, I'm just like, yeah, like you're my fucking wife. You're going to be the mother of my children. And like, I'm and this the homemaker of- and the motherfucking whore. <laughs> yeah. Continue. Uh, I always just thought that was something I, you did out of, duty or you did to be nice like it was just like oh this is the tit for tat like you you know you go down on me I suck your cock because it feels good for you and that's a nice thing to do for your partner yeah and it wasn't I hate this and I'm going against my my will or like enjoyment to do this Mm. I was never like disgusted by that um and it's okay if you are that can be a natural kind of experience for a woman to Mm. be like I don't this feels uncomfortable or I don't know how to do this and whatever it might be um but it wasn't as if I ever felt like really uncomfortable doing that it just wasn't it was just like oh this is not a nice thing to do (laughs) so I'll do it yeah now it is I, I would never suck your cock unless I was like 
so deeply wanting to do it. Yeah. Are you seeing a theme, my people? <laughs> like we don't do things you don't want to do. <laughs> or like we don't do things out of obligation. It's yeah. like the turn on is there. The, ch- the choice is there. The aliveness is there. And it is truly one of my favorite things to do. Mm. I feel, I feel like the most powerful fucking woman. Yeah. When there is a dick in my mouth. <laughs> I oh. hope I hope this isn't the episode like my mom or my dad yeah, choose is, to listen yeah. to. We need a disclaimer of like I did say they want to listen yeah. to the podcast and I was like, I'll choose an episode. Yeah. Let's we might have to I film. Will not How do we film like a um, what do you like a decoy episode? <laughs> One that we just like here's the here's the episode and we're just like <laughs> This is what our podcast Yeah, this is what our podcast is about. <laughs> yes, relation this relationship that we have is beautiful. I love having dinner with you at seven PM. <laughs> I love No, I just want to I want to quickly tell this story cuz that's not what well at least my parents your mom follows me on Instagram. Yeah, mom, mom. Your mom probably listens mom, to this podcast. Mom would definitely Let's be real. To this podcast. Hey Cindy. Hey mom. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, but I just want to just side story yeah. here. Oh. So if anyone hasn't listened to the sex dungeon story, go listen. It's a, <laughs> it's a great, it's a great episode. But the night before we went to the sex dungeon, we'd gone and seen Dave Chappelle and we stayed at my parents' house in Brisbane and we woke up and they wanted to go to breakfast with us. And I said, I've actually got a surprise for Jacob today that I'm, I'm taking him to Paddington and um, yeah, we're doing a surprise there, which yeah. And they were like, Ooh, I wonder what the surprise is. And oh, I can't wait to hear what the surprise is. And I was just internally laughing, being like, I'm taking my husband to a sex dungeon. And yeah. And then it was like a day later, my mom messages me, she voice records me and it's like, Oh, dad and I have just been so eager to hear about what did you surprise Jacob with? Christine messaged me. Like, <laughs> she, my mom messaged without, you. Yeah, not group message, just to me. She's like, oh, what did Maggie surprise you with? And I was just, I just, I just ghosted her. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm still moving through a lot. I, I, I'm, I can't have this conversation with you, Christine. Sorry. I cannot oh, have this I conversation with you. on the mic. So I recorded my mum back being like, hey, mum. Maybe you don't want to tell dad this. I don't know if dad's listening right now, but I took Jacob to a sex dungeon. <laughs> and basically this is a place where you walk in and there's chains on the bed and there's all the sex toys. <laughs> and I just really, I didn't share in detail what went down, but I, yeah. just, I just painted the picture for her. And then I don't think I ever, she ever got back to she me. She might have ghosted you. She ghosted me. And then a few weeks ago when I saw her, I said, hey, mom. No, it wasn't on the weekend. Weren't you there when we were talking yeah. to her? And I was like, mom, you never actually, um, Message me back after I told you you went to the sex dungeon. What did she say? I can't remember. I think she laughed. Yeah, she was like, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I did, I did tell you no, that. she said, maybe I'll take Dad there. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That was funny. What were we talking Where about? Where were we going with that? I don't um, know. Making space for it. Sucking cock. Sucking cock, yeah. We were talking about sucking cock. Um, and polarity and this mm. idea of, for me, there is this sense, there's this hunger and this desire for sex when I'm feeding my my inner my inner slut, when I'm mm. feeding that inner, when I'm just allowing and or cultivating that sexual energy. And that can look like dance, that can look like self-pleasure, that can just look like feeling powerful in my life. Like yesterday, I just felt like 
so fucking powerful in my work and so fucking alive. And that just like tapped into this like sexual energy that was just so alive in my body. Mm-hmm. So I think a huge thing, and I don't know if we've had a big conversation here on the podcast about this, but something I used to do is I wanted to be having sex with you, but I, I made it your job to turn me on and I made it your job to make me, my body feel that desire. Yes. And I think this, this is actually the whole fucking reason I created my course, Seduce Yourself. And it's really, it's really about actually, so for the, for whoever's writing this in, if you're wanting to have more sex, your job is, can you be a woman that, that, that is hungry for that? Can you start to reclaim that turn on and reclaim that energy in your own body so you can access that? And then it becomes this, this ripple out to your partner instead of like, it's a Monday, we've decided to have sex. This works for some people. And sometimes again, if you have children, if you have really busy lives, scheduling sex can be a great thing. I know many partnerships that do that and it really works. Um, but yeah, this, if you are then saying it's a Monday, let's do it, but there's actually no energy in your body. It's going to feel forced. You're not going to be really having great sex. And this is, yeah, this is not the road to having really good quality mind fucking blowing sex. Yes. And the thing like when, like, even like when you hear, then I think we move on to the next question, but even when people schedule it in, you schedule it in a week um, in a week's time, you've got something to move toward. You've got something to like talk about, to yeah. like get excited about. And that's where the yearning, the polarity gets to be created. So mm-hmm. making space for it, put it in the calendar. If you do have children, if you do have shit on, if you've got crazy, put it, put it, put aside three hours, mm. take up, like say next, next Friday at, at 6 PM to 9 PM, we are fucking like crazy mm. Mm, or else. And that gives you a week to yeah. build the, the energy. And then I think it's meeting and we spoke about this on our last podcast episode. Then it's about meeting that scheduled uh, sex date. Yes. Being open to what unfolds. Yes. No, with the expectation that this must happen. If you've, you know, we speak to this so much that often our expectations for sex don't always unfold the way we thought it would. And it's being, can I be present to what the truth is here? And can I stay with that? And can I, yeah, can I trust the unfolding of this moment? And yeah, what what's just landed for me, like the the answer is if you're not making time to connect with your partner mm. and you think that you're just going to make time for sex, mm. you're going to find that, yeah, you're not going to be able to create that depth or that quality if you're just using sex as the only way to connect. Yeah. So if you're just like, okay, in next Friday, we're going to put aside an hour to have sex, but then between t- today and next Friday you don't connect at all or create any level of intimacy, that sex is not going to fill your cup. It's not going to be the thing that builds that connection. You've got to be working toward that mm. in other ways. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for me, it's like, yeah, next Friday we're going to we put aside two hours for mind-blowing sex. And on Saturday I say, hey, lover, there's, there's $250 in your account. Go and buy a new lingerie from Honey Burdette. Ooh. Send me photos so I can approve it. <laughs> Like, yeah, like put an effort, like, like make it, make it a, yeah, make it a, make it a song, make it a dance, make it, make it, make it this art. Mm. I think that's the word that keeps mm. coming back to me, like make it this art. I think it's so just one more and, and maybe this is just the end of the Q&A this. Yeah. We'll see if we can get on to the next question, but. Um, Sorry, we've got 15 minutes. Okay. Uh, 
what was I going to say? It is right on the tip of my tongue. I was talking about lingerie by sending money. Uh, it's so easy, again, in this modern day society with our phones, with TV, like it's so easy to get comfortable in partnership. And we do this. We love Netflix. We love, yeah, we're fucking human as hell. We love like cuddling on the couch and watching Netflix. And sometimes it's like, let's have sex tonight. We're going to have sex. And then we watch an extra episode of Netflix and then we're tired and yeah. then we don't have sex. Like that, One that's, more episode has been the... The, the killer for a lot of our like, yeah, we're going to have sex. And it's like, what if we just watch one, we'll watch 10 minutes of the next episode. And that, <laughs> that is human and that's beautiful. And yeah. can you love yourself in that? And if this is a pattern that is really, really depleting your, your, your desire for more sex or that quality of connection with your lover, that is something to lean into and have a conversation about. And even I will, sometimes if we've, we're the type of people that get into a season and just like fucking give All or it. nothing. Yeah. So, you know, if we have one of those, then it'll be like, uh, I don't know, a bit of the way through the season, I'll be like, hey, yeah, I, I don't like being in front of the TV that much. And I, I can feel, I want to feel, I want to be having more sex, right? I would rather spend the night, you know, connecting with you off technology and yeah. that leading towards sex. So sometimes those moments of mm. contrast can be a really beautiful um uh, moment to get clear on what you actually do desire. Yeah. And it takes one of you to become aware of that and to break that. Like I know for me sometimes yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm done with this, this, this series of on Netflix. I don't want to watch any more. I'm done. I'm bored. Yeah, we, yeah. Let's just look up what happens at the end. Let's, let's, let's spoil it for ourselves so we can actually get back to the thing that we want to do, which is to have mind blowing sex and deeply connected uh, intimacy. Yeah. And if this is, if you're in this like rut or pattern of not having sex or not feeling deeply connected, I invite you to go, okay, what if we were to have a technology-free night or a technology-free few, like a few nights a week, we, we go technology-free. I know this is when we, this is when I, you spoke about that presence of offering me mm. that like when we don't have distractions and we're there and present with each other, it's just like that always leads to. Yeah, because we're yeah. spending time together. We're focusing yeah. on the relationship, not on something outside or not something else like a, a TV show or yeah. Even like you reading your book at night. Like if I come in and then you're reading your book and then you're like closing, like, are you going to fuck me? I'm like, well, not if you're reading your, like, I'm not just going to all of a sudden just want to fuck you if you're like laying there reading a book. Like that isn't like, that doesn't turn, like that doesn't, in, that doesn't feel inviting. That doesn't yeah. feel like you're, you're drawing me in with your feminine essence. Like that's, and not to say that you have to. Yeah. And I could easily come in, grab the book out of your hand and say, hey, bend over. <laughs> I'm going to insert whatever activity I would do. Great segue. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think that that's important to, like, understand. Like, if I wanted to – if I was feeling turned on I wanted to bring that to you, I could come and grab that book out of your hand. Mm. But if you're feeling your turn on move through you and you want to bring that to me, it's not about, like, just all of a sudden turn around and be like, hey, you want to fuck? It's like build the energy. Yeah. Break free of all those other things that are taking you away from intimacy and land. Yeah. I want to just bring one more thing before we potentially move on I to this bring next one more question. Thing too, after your thing. Do I say that every podcast? Yeah. I just want to bring one more thing and I say it multiple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think this is really about expanding our definition of what sex is and not mm. really seeing like penetrative sex as the be all and end all. Mm. Like some weeks 
I will feel so deeply connected to you and we might not have had penetrative sex. Maybe I've mm. sucked your cock. <laughs> maybe you've gone down on me. But also Giving maybe... you a couple of pussy licks. <laughs> how many pussy licks have you given me this week? <laughs> That was how you described giving head. Yeah, like I give you one blowjob and you give me two pussy licks last week. Is that right? <laughs> that was fucking funny. It was before you record and we, I was like, how many times do we have sex? I don't know. I don't count. And we were trying to like backtrack and I said, mm. pussy lick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's hot in this room, isn't it's it? It's really hot. <laughs> um, uh, uh, yeah, so it's really about expanding that definition and not mm. just saying like penetrative sex is it. How how can you be building the energy but also not even building the energy to go towards that yeah. just for the sake of it? Like I love and I'm so turned on when I'm just in the kitchen and you come up behind me and like grab my ass or like put your arms around me or turn me around and make out with me. Mm. Or I know that you love when I when I just touch you, not mm. even in a sexual way, but I'm just offering you touch. Mm -hmm. And there's so many ways to build this sense of intimacy, which becomes the foundation for more sex, mm -hmm. which often is the, what leads to more sex, but are also just like beautiful, beautiful, beautiful things to do for the sake of doing them. Yeah, Making out with your partner during the day just because. Grabbing your partner's ass as you see it of a morning just because. Like having these moments of deep intimacy and mm. connection then has you not necessarily like counting, wow, the last time we had sex was two weeks ago and wow, I haven't felt connected to my partner since. Mm. And just waiting for those moments. Totally. And like for me that's like, yeah, how do you – like those moments are beautiful on their own. They yeah. are beautiful on their own and they don't have to lead to sex, but they do quite often, uh, quite often do. And it's not about like letting sex be the thing that connects you. It's about having these moments of connection that stand true on their own and throughout the the course of of your journey together, there will be the, yeah, they will. Mm. Sometimes you'll, you'll end up having sex, other times you won't, but it won't matter mm. because those moments stand true as a point of deep connection. Yeah. Mm. I can imagine too, because I know a lot of people that listen to this podcast too are parents or mothers and probably some fathers. Mm. Um, I imagine when we have babies yep. that we are going to have to prioritize and lean into more of those micro moments of intimacy. Mm-hmm. Because I imagine that sometimes, you know, the way in which we have sex now is, is not, the reality is it's not going to be as possible when there are babies and multiple children around. I just, I was about to ask a really stupid fucking question. Don't. Yeah, I'm not we're going gonna to. Hold back on this yeah, we're going to hold back on this podcast. I'm excited yeah. to hear what it was, but. Yeah, that was a silly question. DM me if you want to know what the question was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to be more conscious. We've got more responsibility. So yeah. we have to know how our sex life or how our connection affects a, a newborn, yeah. a two-year-old, a ten-year-old, whatever it is. I'm not really talking about how that affects them. I'm not talking about like there, there probably isn't going to be as much time. That's what I mean. Like yeah. how it affects them. If we want to just go and have sex for three hours, totally, we yeah. can't just leave a newborn there. <laughs> totally. Okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah, like how, I thought like no. their development of like. No, like not, well, it's like how do we like manage, not manage, but how do we meet these moments and reveal what is true? Mm. And then how do we call on support when we need it so we can keep this intimacy alive? Yeah. 
Like, what does it what does it require? What's what support do we need from our parents, from friends, from community to keep our intimacy alive? And are we willing to ask for it? Mm. Uh, that 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 feels like a huge edge for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that feels really big. But I know that that'll be something that we'll we'll, we'll face. We'll lean in. We have six minutes. Do you want to drop into another question? Yeah, let's let's answer this for a little bit. Okay, just a little bit. We might have to, yeah, do it. We must. I don't realize how much we talk about anal sex on this podcast, but we must. Yeah. Because I have many people DMing. Someone DM'd me with a hilarious anal video. Like, no, it wasn't like porn. Oh, God. <laughs> that an was anal video. An yeah, anal you, video. I get Jesus. you. The listeners send me anal porn. Don't. You did, don't, don't send don't me that. Set, don't set that. <laughs> Don't set that belief or that program. No, it was like a video, just a funny meme or something about anal. And it, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, it was funny. Um, and then someone was telling me, yeah, just just get lots of DMs and stuff about yeah. anal sex. So this actual question is how do I have anal sex or how to have anal sex? Mm. We'll keep this brief because mm-hmm. we got somewhere to be. <laughs> <laughs> but... Number one, lube, 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 lube. Of course. The unlike the vagina, the anus is not self-lubricating. So if you were trying to have anal sex without lubrication, this is going to be a very uncomfortable, seemingly impossible experience. Yes. So Lube is your friend. Lots of lube is your friend. There's like beautiful lubes that you can get. There's actually, I don't actually know if they stock it anymore, but Yoni Pleasure Palace used to do a really great lube, but yeah. then it got a bit funny. It would go. I don't know. Like they, they used to stock it. It was good. That, yeah. That anal lube. But yeah. it was like a specific anal lube. Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah. Lube, 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 lube. Uh, I would also say like in my experience, just like I'm a big advocate for exploring your own pussy Mm. in order to really have powerful uh, sexual experiences, explore your own anus. Mm. Like if you're a woman that's wanting to lean into anal sex, but maybe feeling a bit nervous, maybe feeling a little uncomfortable, maybe feeling like, I don't know what that's going to feel like, or I'm nervous for that. Like, can you explore this own part of your body? Mm. Right. There is a lot of pleasure that is accessible in the anus. It also, and in my experience, and I know this is very true for a lot of women, similar to the pussy, we can't just go straight there. Like there needs to be a buildup. And for me, whenever, whenever we have anal sex, there has to be a deep level of turn on present Mm. and a deep level of opening massively a deep level of safety surrender and and readiness and opening mm-hmm. so i would say lube i would say do not rush this process really honor the timing mm-hmm. and honor the lead up uh, i would say explore this part of your body yourself in your own self-pleasure mm-hmm. i would say in moving towards you know having a cock or a penis inside your anus before that, maybe starting smaller, like exploring fingers or Mm. a finger exploring, like 
a beautiful wand that we used a lot in in leading up or exploring anal play mm. was the Black Mamba wand by Yoni Pleasure Palace. And I'll pop a link. I'll pop a link in the in the in show, show notes, notes for this. Yeah. Um, but it's a beautiful wand because it's not as, say, potentially girthy as a penis. Yeah. Um, but a beautiful one and it has ribbing, so it's it's different. Uh, you can slowly, you know, make the, you know, explore the the length of this wand inside of yourself. And this for me was one of the ways that I really explored uh, my own, like anal play in my own self-pleasure practice before I felt really safe and comfortable to continue and, and, and do it more and more and more and, and take mm. you inside of me. Um so yeah, I would say if if you don't necessarily want to explore with your own finger, like grab like getting a wand or getting a butt plug. There's some beautiful butt plugs that you can you can explore. Mm-hmm. What else, my love? Anything you wanna I think like just like having the intention to explore it and not necessarily like there's been so many times where we've like, let, yeah, let's let's do anal. Like let, let me fuck you in the ass. Let's do it. And then we get to the point where it's time and then it's like, actually, no, this isn't what wants to happen right now. Yeah. And I think that like, that's a really important piece has been like, don't set an expectation that it has to happen. Yes. It's something that you move toward. Yes. And I know when we like ended up doing it for the first time, I'm like, Oh, it's, it just happened. Mm. It was just something that like we'd, we'd arrived at after like so much of your, your own self exploration and us like building toward it and having a few like times where we're like, is it, no, this doesn't feel right yet. No, I don't feel open enough. And then it, eventually we, 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 it occurred and it was like, oh, we've had let go of the outcome. Yes. And that for me is like a really important part with anal, of anal because anal requires such deep surrender from, from your partner if you are the one entering them. And I think that's probably there is a deep level of respect and reverence for a man if he is entering a woman in this mm. way to go so slow and yes. to understand that it takes such deep surrender and safety and opening mm. and to really respect that. And I know it can be an exciting exploration and an mm. exciting experience for a man. You know, it's it's almost like this taboo. Yeah, it's got taboo about it. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm not, I, should we be doing this? Yeah, so there can be mm. excitement, which when a man is kind of in his excitement, sometimes it can take him away from the consciousness and attunement of the moment. Yes. But I really invite man, if you're wanting to really explore this in a beautiful, safe way with your woman, it is how slow can you go? Yes. And how much can you honor that lead up? And really like consent, it's like really honoring her readiness. And are you ready? Am I? And really it is that I I would say, and we're really getting down, getting down and dirty, getting down into the details here. But when, I feel like the actual entering of a penis into an anus <laughs> is l- like v- like slow. Sometimes if that happens very quickly, mm. it can it it can be an experience of wow, that's too much. And I know mm. that was that was uh, some experiences I've had with that. It's like yeah. oh wow, okay, and that needs to be a very slow slow experience. Uh, just one more thing, and then I know we've got to. Oh, I was going to say wrap one thing, up. like okay. And if you are finding yourself trying to rush, man, like get yourself a butt plug or a black mamba and, and like explore your own ass yeah. and see just how vulnerable it is. Yeah. And like there's pleasure there for you as well. So like you having to like sit with that and see where that 
that is in your own body and then like mm. almost like gaining some humility like some humility or some kind of reverence for for, for a woman who who is being entered not only in, in her her ass or in her her mouth or in her pussy it's like yeah this isn't this isn't something that can just happen it's not yeah. it's not the same as having having a dick that just wants to wants to fuck straight away it's like there is a there is an opening that mm-hmm. must there's an unfolding that must uh occur here mm-hmm. and that's a really for me, that that was something that I did, and I was able to like not only experience pleasure and go down the path of like this is something that I'm enjoying now, but also I was able to like have some kind of like um, compassion mm. to the point where I was able to give me the 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 ability to be like, oh yes, yeah, slow is necessary, slow is essential here, and when I bring that and I stay conscious and I don't let my sensation take over the uh the the driver's seat and I stay present with what's occurring, then that's when we have like the most beautiful experiences of anal. Yes. Mm. I think just one more thing. One more thing. Uh another thing I know this was like a part of my resistance and I know mm. a lot of women tell me this is the resistance they have mm. is poop. 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 Yeah. This fear that like they're going to you know, th- there's going to be an embarrassing moment of yeah. having the penis come out and they're going to be shit all over it or, yeah, the, this, uh, this, this uncertainty of what's yeah. going to happen. Mm. And I think this is especially where safety is really important. If this is a fear, can you speak that into the space? I know that there was this like mm. times where we tried it a few times and then I was closing and feeling resistant. And I think I shared with you, I'm like, there's actually a part of me that's really scared that – you're going to take your cock out of me and there's just going to be like poop all over it. And I would be deeply embarrassed. And then I think that was a moment where you created a sense of safety for me, where you said, I wouldn't care. Like, Mm. like that's so okay. If that happens, let's meet that when that happens. That's so okay. And I think I was like, I was like, also, I want to enter you in your ass. What? Like, that that comes with risk. I yeah. have to be okay with that. And if if I do that, and that was the case, came out and there was poop on my dick, poop. Then, and I acted like like a, like a fucking two year old or like a ten year old child, and like was laughing about it or like almost like creating a, a, sh- a bit of a shame around it. Mm. Like you're not gonna want, you're gonna close to me. Like this yeah. isn't gonna happen again. Like this experience is um pleasure. This uh what we love, what we now love as part of our sex life is. Like that would that would be counterproductive, and yeah, I I saw that as like yeah, if that did happen, then it would like for me to just be okay with that, to be normal, normalize about it. And maybe this is a question: if you're a woman mm. wanting to experience this, it's what would I need to know to be true in order to lean into this experience? Yeah, and maybe it's that I need to know that my partner would. <laughs> not embarrass me or not make a big deal if there was poo. Yeah. In the experience. Yeah. Right. And that could create a lot of safety. Maybe this is the point that supports you to open. So Mm. maybe again, when we're leaning into different edges of our sex life, sometimes conversations are necessary. Yeah. Yeah. To create that sense of safety and to have us being able to safely and, and um, safely surrender and open to that experience. Definitely. Definitely. 
anything, any other oh, things about, with anal. If we've just been talking about all the details, but like, yeah, I've found for you, like in our experience, and this is like, you've got to find what works for you, of course, but like actually like stimulation of other parts of your body completely are so important for you. Yeah. If you were just yeah. inside my eye, I need you to be touching my clit. I yeah. need you to be touching other parts of me. Yeah. yeah like, you're, yeah. Like, like creating sensation all over your body to the point where like you're expe- like you're opening to pleasure moving through your body yes. in multiple directions. It kind of creates this, yeah, it creates a surrender to the, to the, to the, the force of sexual energy moving through you. Especially if it's like in mm. the moment of, of entering, there mm. needs to be that like, yeah, that, that pleasure in that build up so that, that there is that opening. Totally. And, yeah. and, and in that, like what I, what we've experienced for me really is like, there's an entering, but there's also like you receiving as well so I can like in those moments yeah it's not just like me just thrusting into you it's almost like we're meeting yes yeah and there's a way of like doing that that honors like okay if I'm just like pushing or or thrusting inside of you then I have to be uh it's like you you can move or, or, or move around but if you're actually like receiving me as I'm entering you there's this like there's these two two like there's this coming together and then we come together yeah (laughs) And the mm. breath, the breath is so important, totally. you know, in breathing is, yeah, the core piece to be able to surrender. Mm. And so for a woman, if you're wanting to, to lean into this, and even if a, a man is wanting to explore anal play, it's really about, can you breathe? Can you really breathe with the sensations? Can you breathe your body open mm-hmm. um, in order to experience that? 100%. Okay, mm. we got to bounce. Got to bounce. This uh, is a fun. Definitely. Uh, you are always so open to send us questions. We want to do Q&As regularly. So yeah. send us your juicy or not so juicy, maybe very practical yeah. sex relationship questions. We love you. We love we just, you. We want to tell you how much we su- support you. We support you. <laughs> we cheerlead you. But no, we love your support and we love that you're here listening to the show. And it is truly like one of our favorite fucking times of the week to be here having I these love conversations. Thursdays. Thursdays are the best. Yeah. So thanks for being a part of this community. Mm. We fucking love you. Love rocks. Love- <laughs> that was that was it. <laughs> We're trying to start love like a rocks. what is it called? Catchphrase. Catchphrase. So yeah. I just pointed at Jake and was like, say the thing. <laughs> Love rocks. Yes, it does. We love you you so much. Big love, people. Now time for Sweat Lodge. Sweat Lodge. Bye. You. Yo, yo, yo. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Sex, Love and Everything in Between. Now, if you'd like to stay connected with Meg and I, you can head on over to Instagram and follow me at the Jacob O'Neill. And where can people find you, lover? At the.meg.o. Uh, amazing. And yeah, guys, check out the show notes for all other information in regards to what we've got coming up. And yeah, we're super, super grateful that you guys have taken the time to listen in to this podcast. If you do have any topics or any questions, like I said, hit us up on Instagram and we'll see what we can do. Apart from that, have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your day. Thanks for being here. Big, big love. Big, big love.